All right then. So uh, welcome to uh, Useless uh, Conversations with me, Rami Alkadi, and uh, and me, Philip Johnston. Philip Johnston, and uh, shall we uh, tell the world who's listening about why we started this uh, this podcast, Philip? We'll tell all three people why why we started. Well, basically, Philip and I met in Dubai about six months ago, and uh, I would say I'm both doing pretty well out here, learned lads. You uh, you have an MBA, don't you? I have an MBA. Yeah, and I work in the tech industry. Yeah, and uh, for all that education and you know jobs worth, we uh, we haven't managed to have a serious chat, have we? Not one single serious chat in three bloody months. In three bloody months. So we thought we'd give the world our gift of our shitty gab. And what a gift it is! In what the world has been waiting for this. There's been <laughs> there's been newspaper articles written about <laughs> yeah. it. There's been yeah, get off your seats. <laughs> yeah, get off your. It's going to be a white knuckle ride when this gift <laughs> lands in the world. We've essentially basically decided that our chats are so useless, and that's our gift to you. So welcome to Useless Conversations. This is for anyone out there who has no direction in their life, has nothing to do at all. So we would like to stress, <laughs> if you have something to do... Yes, if there's some paint that needs watching dry right now, please do that instead. Yeah, watch that paint dry. Grass growing, watch, watch it. Sky staying blue. Sky staying blue. If you've got anything better to do, do that. Yeah. If you don't have a job, you probably should be applying for one instead of listening to this. This <laughs> will slack, not. <laughs> you slacking. You slacking. Get off your ass. Do not be listening to this. Well, for all three of you, as Philip has said, who are listening, we thank you. My mum, Rami's mum, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and the cat. And the cat. Hello, love. Yeah. Well, so what is the format of this podcast beyond? needless dribble we'll basically be talking about our goings on uh, in the UAE and uh, this has come at an interesting time obviously as you know there was a thing called COVID I don't know if you heard about it I don't know it rings a bell but micro um, causing havoc bloody microbes bloody microbes I told you they (laughs) us over didn't I Philip you did you did you you forewarned you're like (laughs) Bill Gates yeah I heard about Bill Gates (laughs) just not the 10 million listeners on there yeah (laughs) mine is about 80 billion (laughs) dollars and 10 million listeners yeah mate well well this podcast will make us rich though won't it well yeah well things happen during COVID and we'd like to you know we met a crew of friends and we were basically all each other had literally we had nothing better to do than to hang out and a lot of funny things happened in the UAE these last few months and we thought uh, some say funny others say about as interesting as watching paint dry <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, one, of, one of the more interesting things that happened is we met a Russian uh, a Russian person didn't we we did a Russian lad a Russian, Russian, no, a Russian, a Russian bird sorry. a Russian bird yeah who got the attention of a lad he, she did a French lad a French bona fide French lad cooked us crepes yeah crepes the works the fucking works might have put a bit of mozzarella. You might put a bit of mozzarella and butchered, the, butchered the French cuisine for him. Oh, it's a, it's a, he reads valu- a valuable addition to the, to the crepe is mozzarella. Yeah, and he reads love poems, doesn't he? Does he? He does read love poems. Yeah, I, caught him, I actually caught him reading a book about love poems while cooking a crepe at the same time. So French. So he might French. as well just f***ing put some garlic around his neck. Fucking yeah. <laughs> spark up a cigarette and sing the f***ing... Allez le bleu. Allez le bleu. Yeah, well, they got married, didn't they? They did. And, and, uh, and what a romantic And what a romantic in a, in a In a Russian Orthodox uh, church in, uh, in Sharjah. Indeed. Should we talk about the old stag do? Well. The old stagorama. What happened at that stag do? Remind me. 
<laughs> we nearly got arrested, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if you were being serious there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a quick brush in with the cops, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> quick run in with, with the old with the old bill. <laughs> Only thirty of us in one one yeah, bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for context, Nico had not told any of us. Nico is the French lad. French oh yeah, French lad. Had not told any of us he's getting married. Makes a lovely speech with, you know, the, the, the finest prosecco that Dubai has to offer mm, the in, bubbles, in hand in great bubbles. Yeah. Decides to announce to the world on a on a Thursday evening that he's getting married the following day. And needless to say, thirty people took that news with quite some excitement. Very loud. We were, <laughs> yeah, we took that loudly. <laughs> we weren't discreet about our yeah, appreciation yeah. for their newfound romance. I got to Tinder and started looking for strippers straight away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, went, I went on com and started searching Russian friends. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in the excitement of all, we heard a banging on the door, didn't we? We thought, oh, hello. hello neighbours must have come over to offer their congratulations. Well, the neighbours were involved. They were. They, 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 their, their congratulations were not offered, though. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they called the police. They did call the bloody police. It involved... The, yeah, we then ended up sitting in the lobby of this building for about two hours while lovely UAE policemen They were quite lovely, by the way. They, they, were, they, were, they were actually lovely. They actually, they actually were lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They last day, didn't they? We have an incredibly drunken friend who staggered towards them. To I was worried he would puke on them at one yes, point. Yes, I was worried as well. They sort of brushed that off. But you know, what they said, you know what they did is that they actually gave him a mask. Yeah. And ushered him over. And then they were like, you need to sign here. He's not going to be able to sign it, mate. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right, just crack on. So uh, since you're hearing our voices, we didn't yeah. get deported. We are here. We're still here. And the following day, the wedding happened. Yes. And it was a Russian wedding. And it was a beautiful occasion, except one small caveat. I didn't understand f*** all. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it was in well, Russian. Let, let's paint the scene. I don't know if you've ever been to a Russian Orthodox church, particularly one in an oil-rich Arab nation. In the in Sharjah, in, in, in the most dry of emirates. So no offence to Sharjah listeners. Imagine the interior of Donald Trump's uh, Trump Tower, New York, if it, number if, one. If you've New ever York. if you've ever seen an interview with Donald Trump in Trump Tower, it's that style of gold gilted. Um, Except this was more gold. This was more gold, even more gold than that, maybe. And the, and, and the priests were wearing gold. Priests were wearing gold, they were wearing funny hats, there was crowns involved. Singing in Russian. Singing in Russian. Lovely voice he had, actually. Lovely, lovely actually, voice. Actually, lovely voice, both yeah. of them, to be honest. I, mean, I thought he would have... I don't know if that's a criterion for becoming a minister in the Orthodox Church, but... I thought he would have done a good Ed Sheeran, personally. He had the pipes for it. He would have done a good Ed Sheeran. A good Ed Sheeran. Yeah, 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 yeah I think yeah. so, actually. Shape of you. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the world is missing out on on a bit of Russian Orthodox. If, you are, if you're a star for, 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 for live concerts, we suggest get a couple mates, one is Russian, let them get married there. He's got some pipes. It's worth He's it. He's got some, yeah. Sharjah Orthodox Church. You can't miss it. There's only Take one. a bow. <laughs> Take a bow, Russian priest. Forget his He's, name, but what a lad. God knows what his name is, yeah. But, but anyways. You'll, you'll hear about him. He's going to be a sensation, a YouTube sensation at one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, the funny thing is not only were we hungover, had a run-in with the cops, not understanding a word, but you, you jammy bastard, managed to get yourself into the actual... <laughs> Wangled my way in there. You were a witness, a, weren't you? I was a bloody witness. I was a ring bearer. Second time... You were a ring bearer. Second time I've been a witness and a ring bearer and found out the morning of. Seriously? I've done it once in London as well. So well, I was, actually, I was actually pretty gutted. Because, I mean, I, I will tell yeah, you now, man. during the time I was like, look, this shouldn't be about me. This is, a, <laughs> this is about the couple. <laughs> yeah, but I was gutted because... 
No one bloody asked me. <laughs> I yeah. didn't even get out. What position do you play? Left back. Left back on the bench. Left back on the bench, basically. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I didn't even make the squad, mate. Right. I just got invited. Well, I mean... How did there's, you, how did you get manage, involved? You know, you can't judge a manager based on, you know, the talent of it. Well, actually, you can. And that day, he picked the best talent. He picked the best talent. <laughs> no, no. Basically, I think the way it works is you have to be Christian to be... Right, okay. I feel much better yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I, am, <laughs> I am Muslim, by the way. Yeah, yeah he's Muslim, so... And anyways, so... Uh, you know, feel very excited. Uh, you didn't understand a bloody thing, and you just basically looked like a lad itching to get on the pitch. I was, I was, I had my warm up ready. I was like, you know, bouncing about a bit, and then you were just uh, thinking about what to eat the whole time, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 you had your mind <laughs> in KFC. <laughs> just for our listeners, Phil does eat a bucket of KFC every night. Oh, I do love it, but specifically sometimes, thigh, right? Sometimes too, yeah. Specifically thigh, and I've got my order ready. It says. Thigh only, if you don't have original spicy thigh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not drumsticks, not breast. Well, anyway, um, so anyway, Phil yeah. was witness to this this wonderful occasion where we didn't understand Jack <laughs> except one thing, that love was in the air. Love was in the air. We could, one couldn't deny the palpable sense of love in the air. Absolutely. And, right, I'll tell you, there's another bit, right? <laughs> so the bloke, the like, rational Orthodox bloke goes, right, your job, you just stand behind him. Like, he say that to you? Yeah, he says, you stand behind him, you hold the rings, when I call you, you give the rings up. So I did the rings bit. And then they, they all start walking forward and I'm standing behind him. So I'm like, all right, I guess I have to walk forward a bit then. And then they do this bit where they walk around. So they're both wearing crowns. They walk around the back of the altar and apparently this is a big like, you know, very honor. It's like an honor to be able to get behind the altar. It's the only time in your, in your life when you get married and you can get behind the <laughs> altar. So anyway, he told me to walk behind them, right? So I'm like, <laughs> well, I guess I'm going behind the altar then. So I start, I start walking to get behind the altar. And then Kazza, the who's doing the Caroline, his girl's doing the same role for... Um, for Polina. For Polina, the girl. She sort of grabbed my, grabbed my wrist like my, like my fucking mum when I'm 10 years old. So, Don't you dare. <laughs> I was like, oh, come right. Okay, I well, guess I'm staying well, here then. I mean, that was a slight hiccup. But I'll tell you where you did a wonderful job. Oh, the, the signatures. We all, we all know about this. Yeah, we all know about this. So it's Philip, famous, famous. Philip had to sign two documents confirming the marriage. He did. The resemblance between the two. Oh my! Oh, God have Lyman. never seen anything like it. Yeah, the, you would think it's copy paste of the internet. You would really. think it's copy paste. The stroke, the 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 stroke, just the line, the curvature, the, the angle, the consistency, the, the consistency of touch oh, on the paper. Beautiful. I was applauding at the back. I was I just uh, well oh, yeah. done on those. Well, you see, it's a training. That's what it is, isn't it? That's what we well, you have done like this twice. I mean, this is your second time. This is my time. second it time. Showed. It showed. Yeah, it did show. It did show. I, I was thinking when you were signing that thing that maybe the reason I wasn't getting picked was because of the the differences. There'd be just too 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 much differences well, between the signatures. Well, and the, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've it's a factor. Heard, I've heard in the dressing room that your signatures <laughs> aren't actually all that similar. So. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. They I need to work on that. Well, you did it's, well. The, the lads have been saying it. So. Where you didn't do well. Go on. Was getting a man who drove an Uber to just stay in the parking lot for two hours during no, the whole... No, that was excellent. <laughs> Why was that? No, oh, that was... How much did you spunk on that? Nothing. He just goes to me to stay. Here's my card. I was like, yeah, right. Did, you, you didn't pay for it? No. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I thought you paid 500 dirhams for an Uber no, just to hang just, about. He just fucking stayed there. I was like, brilliant. I mean, when love is in the air. When love's in the air. It's he magnetic, did, isn't he it? He could sense it. He, yeah, he didn't want to leave the action. Well, so, so there you go. Anyway, so it that was about 500 degrees, by the way. So 500 degrees. Yeah. It was hot. It was bloody hot. In those suits as well. And then yeah. what did we do in those suits like tossers? We went to mm. the beach. So 
Straight after another, Russia another went into Sharjah, we went from Sharjah to Cove. Just Co- to oscillate Co- between Dubai's different Cove Beach offerings. Club, which if you've never heard of, I've been Cove Beach Club. One of the, how should we say? There, I, I didn't Ch- see a cove. I c- d- couldn't see a bloody cove. Couldn't see a bloody no, cove. No smugglers, no pirates. I was well expecting a cave. It was well expecting a, a cave. A, a pirate's cove or something. No, nothing, none of that. Instead, just exuberantly Instead, priced drinks. Exuberantly <laughs> priced drinks and sort of what could only be described as rich tossers. With silicone tits. <laughs> With silicone tits. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a lovely time. We did have a We walked in in our suits and realised that was the wrong move because we immediately sweat our balls off. And then what happened with the old uh, elasticity? Of so yeah, here's a thing to, to tell you about. What we realised there was economics. Yeah. We economics were in dire need of swimming trunks. There was only one vendor in the market, the co-vendor. Yeah. They sold swimming trunks. I paid about 600 dirhams for the most average swimming trunks you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> the owner of that thing has a degree in economics from bloody hard. Microeconomics as well. Microeconomics as well, yeah. He saw that the elasticity of demand versus the elastic price elasticity of heat was, of heat <laughs> yeah, yeah. of, of was, needing to wear a swimming trunk he got that balance just, just one trunk he, you know you can buy a pair if you want but and yeah. what could i say to him sorry mate not gonna wear that he would have just <laughs> said well your f-ing suit then you toss it <laughs> exactly yeah. and you'd have been like well maybe i will then and then five minutes later you'd have come right back and like paid a little for more well and imagine me but there was about three of us who did that so oh. He, he saw us coming. He a mile saw off. us coming he, from a mile away. He licked his f-ing chops. He f-ing dusted himself down. He goes, right. Do you want the six hundred dirham ones or the one thousand dirham ones? Yeah. And I kids, went for the bargain. Didn't kids, I? I went for the bargain. Yeah. Yeah. Kids, yeah. we're having a feast tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I hope they did. Yeah, bloody hope yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. I hope somebody, somebody, you know, benefited from our misfortune. But love was in the air. Love was in the air. So one we let thing. it go. We let it go. We bought the trunks. We had a lovely time. We spent a lot of money, but we still, just so you all know, we are reasonably humble lads. I mean, I'm f***ing humble. Humble as f***. I'm humble as f***, mate. One of our mates asked if we put tea up. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, well, Mike, I don't Mike asked if we had a yacht as well. Oh, was that not, I thought that was for the party. Oh, was that for the party as well? Yeah, oh, yeah. right. Anyways, Dubai has got to our heads, I think. Dubai has bloody Because got one lad asked about, inquired about if we had a yacht as part of the well, day. While we're on this, I got a, a message from a girl that we know, actually in the group, yesterday. It said, uh, with a picture of her with a, like a jewel in her hair or something, she goes, I've stood up too fast and I've got a bit of Fendi chandelier stuck in my hair. Sorry, I'm going to be a bit late. Which oh. was about the most Dubai thing I think I've oh, ever heard in Fendi, my entire her life. Fendi, her but Fendi like, designed furnished flat. Her flat is designed with Fendi from top to bottom. Yeah, that chandelier, I, I know the price of that chandelier. How much is it? About 30,000 dirhams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jesus They Christ. left the bloody price tag on the interior designer. <laughs> no way. Yeah, you know what we actually discussed? Go on. Removing the chandelier piece by piece and distributing it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a gold mine. Yeah, so <laughs> that's about 100 dirhams <laughs> just in that. For a little chandelier piece, you've got 100 dirhams. But bless her for getting up too fast and... Yeah, a bit of chandelier stuck and in her hair. She is in the the sort of chaviest, cheapest apartment building in Dubai as well, which yeah. is sort of surprising. Well, we are doing this podcast from my own place, but I'm happy to say I furnished myself. Did you? Ikea. Mate, what, what excellent taste you have. Excellent taste, yeah. yeah. Ikea does. I mean, have you actually <laughs> been into Ikea? I have. They the, tell you what to the buy. Sweet, you, don't tell, you don't choose the, what to buy. The lingering smell of 
Swedish meatballs in the air. Oh, the canteen's <laughs> excellent. Excellent canteen, excellent canteen. Yeah. I have a friend who once uh, used to take his first dates to IKEA canteen. Because <laughs> That's he, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you. He had, he had, he had two theories. Actually, this is, I, I can go on. Let me let, let me guess the first theory. You go, go for it. If they want a second date after that, then she's a keeper. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. number one. Yeah. Number two, he just quite like <laughs> Swedish meatballs. His food's excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food's yeah. <laughs> I'm so well priced. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. so he, I forgot where he lived. It was in the UK. Go on, right? What were the theories? Was that basically? No, it? that was it. He basically okay. said, "Look, never take him to zoom out on the first date no, because no. your precedent." Yeah, you're done. It's game over. It's game point. over. Yeah, but you start small, you can go anywhere, yeah, or you yeah, can keep yeah. it small. Yeah. Number two, he really freaking loved the meatballs, and they are excellent meatballs. They are bloody delicious, they are. Best canteen food ever. Best canteen. Anyway, so I did furnish my place from IKEA, and the thing I realized about IKEA is you walk in and you say, "Okay, oh, I just got some tissues, but I need a tissue. T- tissue. Oh, right, they're right there. It's unbelievable the, the way they make yeah, you yeah, just." Yeah. Buy everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Up until the counter, when you're like, oh, I'm a bit peckish now, and there's candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I, need, I needed some... Uh, some uh, I needed some galaxy chocolate yeah, at, yeah. Like, at the 11th hour. <laughs> these, by the way, are these from Ikea? So no, they for, for the listeners, I've picked up what can only be described as... Magic a, carpet. As a magic carpet for a... For a, uh, it's a co- as a coaster. As a coaster. No, it's, a, it's a sort of Afghan rug style coaster, and I'm actually quite like them. I quite, quite like it. I actually got them from Tuscany, mate. Oh wow! Yeah, like Tuscany, Afghanistan, similar. Yeah, similar things basically. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, funny stories, uh, how about we move on to fish bones, Philip? Let's do it. Very, very serious topic for you. This is where, what you, as you, experts, as experts, we need to give medical advice to our listeners. We do. It's important just to to start things off when you eat yeah. fish. Check for fish bones, and we'll tell you why. We will. <laughs> we will take. I bloody ate one. He bloody ate one, and it got stuck in there. A three-inch long fish bone. First thing I have to say on that topic, and we had we have a good group of mates. Two of them are Chinese. Both of them, and I don't mean oh, to gobbled I, it, gobbled I, it right <laughs> up with no bloody hint of a. No, no word of no, no, no hint of no difficulty. Of no hint of difficulty. Yeah, they no. took those fish bones out with piercing precision. Yeah, no, as they were no mention of it. No mention of it either. Not just that. When I ate on the fish bone the first time, and I complained that oh, these are a lot of fish bones in here. They yeah. told me to shut up. Wow. They said oh, but that's normal. Wow. In China, you, you, we you eat know, fish you bones. You know the Chinese. Yeah, yeah. No. I ate and I said oh, I think I've just eaten on a fish bone, and they both said stop being a stop being a pansy anyway so just so my, my throat hurt and i think i think i got a fish bone stuck in there yeah turns out it was stuck in there for four <laughs> days but shall we tell people about the intervening four days until the yeah. surgical operation i had well let's just put it this way it wasn't my most compassionate and finest hour shall we say so I, on hearing rami's bleating tale of woe bleatings at the corner of the table <laughs> one can only describe it as um you know like, well my discomfort. Oh, well, my discomfort. Dis- discomfort. First, let me say that I, I can sympathise with this because, I've actually had, well, what I thought was for five years a chicken bone stuck in my throat. For, what's it? Aspergillus. What's it called? Uh, Globus pharyngus. And there'll be one listener, yeah. probably the cat, that goes, "I knew. I've, I've, <laughs> I've heard of Globus pharyngus." Yeah. Um, can you please so, give the medical uh, uh, definition can, can, to our uh, learned it's, listeners, it's please? The, yeah. the sensation of a lump, or. or or like, or yeah, a lump in your 
in your throat. You, you have you... it right now, mate. <laughs> 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 uh, when you when when one doesn't actually have a lump or throat in the throat, it's the sensation of that. So basically, five years ago, swallowed a fish bone, scratched my throat. Well, didn't you? I don't know about that. It just felt chicken like, bone. Chicken bone. Sorry, chicken bone. Big but, difference. Trust me. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. We all know about. But two years later, I went to a doctor. And said, "Look, mate, for two years, I've been, every time I swallow, it feels like there's something in my throat." They stuck a camera up my nose, down my throat, and he was like, no, there's nothing there. I was like, oh, well, brilliant. And he goes, but there is this thing, it's called globus pharyngus. Apparently you have more nerve endings in your throat than you do in the entirety of your arm. So if you have trauma that happens to your throat, to your throat then it, there's like muscle memory or nerve memory or whatever the fuck, I don't know. And uh, you feel like, you feel it, like yeah. there's a, a thing stuck in there for, forever. So anyway. You console me with that. On hearings, on hearing uh, Rami's, you know, Anguish, anguish. Yeah. I uh, informed him that it's quite possible that he might have global <laughs> <laughs> within within a minute of eating a fish bone. Yeah, yeah. He suggested to me that there wasn't a fish bone, <laughs> yeah. but your brain thinks you have a fish bone. <laughs> that was the first within thing. a minute. <laughs> yeah. Within under a minute, probably fifty-five seconds yeah. of hearing. That was the first. That was the first initial offering by my learned yes, friend yeah. here, Philip. And what an offering it was. <laughs> we we discounted it. Yeah. But then the second offering came through, which was oh, that the, old, the old theory, the yeah. cartilage theory. Cartilage theory. I, I, well, I must explain the cartilage theory. Next do. day we get up. I'm like, my throat still really hurts. We're at the pool bar. Yeah. Philip swims over to me oh. with, with the good news, doesn't he? he? Says, "Look, you've got the good news of the Lord. <laughs> the good news of the Lord says, well, your throat hurts because you have a lot of nerve endings. But I bet you that bone has gone down because it was probably just cartilage." And cartilage dissolves with booze. And yes. you've been drinking booze, cartilage. so your fishbone has dissolved. It, it's yeah. a well-known fact, the cartilage booze dissolve theory. On the fishbone. Invented in 1853 by Mr. Cartilage. Yeah, yeah. It's, I hadn't even asked. He swam over to give me his, what, what, what do you call wisdom. Your diagnosis. My wisdom. My yeah. words of wisdom. Yeah, words of wisdom. <laughs> I actually thought, yeah, it actually does make sense. Yeah, cartilage probably dissolves. Thin it? bone. Been eating, drinking a lot of booze. It's probably just gone down. It's my nerve endings. Nerve endings, isn't it? Four days later, in the hospital, general anaesthetic surgery, and that is the tail of the fishbone. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the tail of the fishbone. So what a have three, we learned? A three-inch bone came out of that man's throat. That's so, all you need to know. Yeah, I, I had a boner. You had a boner. Yeah. So we've learned a not <laughs> very impressive boner. So the three things, the three things I learned personally is Go one, on. when taking food I advice. Love, I love, I love threes. Go the, on. Always Go in on. threes. Always in threes. When taking food advice, advice, take caution if it's the Chinese giving you food advice. Take caution with the Chinese. No offense. No offense. They're lovely people. They're lovely people. We love them all. Eat bats, though. <laughs> Number two. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Number two. Number two. Don't take medical advice from Phil. Do never take medical advice from Phil. Number three. Never take medical advice from <laughs> yeah. anybody who. That's not a doctor. Anybody that sounds like. A drunk Essex bloke in a pub. Yeah. And three, <laughs> global pharyngus. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Wikipedia page. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. There's a Wikipedia page about it. So it can't be bollocks. And I think some of the thing, one of the things that makes you so strong in your conviction and giving ridiculous advice to people is yeah. the fact that you live in the Burj Khalifa. So it makes you think you're something, doesn't it? It so, does. Well, you know, so it for our, goes to my head. It does go to your head. Yeah. So for our listeners here, you should know that uh, Philip's address is the Burj Khalifa Dubai. It is. And uh, Not only the Burj Khalifa Dubai. Well, shall I tell them? I live in 
the smallest studio <laughs> the lowest floor <laughs> with the worst view in the Burj Khalifa <laughs> but it still counts it does yeah it still counts yeah so, also it wasn't until after I'd signed the contract that it was helpfully pointed out to me that I moved into the one building in Dubai that doesn't have a view of the Burj Khalifa and you can't even get your window open can you can't even get the bloody window open no balcony no nothing so, but to be honest so that's what it's like to live in the Burj Khalifa a bit of a fear of jumping off balconies in general so very happy with the fact that I can't get the get the balcony open and that's a that's a story for another time that's a story <laughs> that's a story from a therapist <laughs> that's a, that's a story for a th- so so it's fair to say that living in the Burj Khalifa is actually a bitch uh well, 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 put it this way, put it this so, way. Saying you live in the Burj Khalifa makes living in the Burj Khalifa worth it because... Actually, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna back the Burj Khalifa. I think living in the Burj Khalifa is bloody brilliant because, right, number one, every time it makes... It. Well, yeah, that's good. Number one, when, when birds say, oh, yeah, where'd you live? You go, oh, live in the Burj Khalifa. Oh, <laughs> actually, let me tell you, the best thing that ever happens is when you get in a cab, the cab, the cab driver goes, where do you want to go? So you go, oh, go to the Burj Khalifa, mate. He goes, okay, fine. Say you're in the marina, 20 minutes later, you're, you're pulling up place. He goes, okay, uh, which tower is it, mate? And you go, yeah, Burj Khalifa. And he's like, yeah, I know, but like, which tower? And he, the the Burj Khalifa. The Burj Khalifa. And then he goes, oh, it's <laughs> an audible gasp. Yeah. That is the, the it's, ten- it's all worth it for that moment when the <laughs> taxi driver realizes. So it's fair to say that taxi driver responses, Tinder responses. Tinder responses, excellent. Are actually Makes better than it. actually living in the Burj Khalifa. Oh, I actually quite live in the Burj Khalifa because the thing is, it's actually about the same price as everything around it. I'm now justified. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't understand why everyone doesn't want to live in the Burj Khalifa. Uh, no, and the other good but thing, you, about you it, the other good thing about it is every time your mates like family and shit comes and whatever, you instead of them paying five hundred dirhams to go to the top, that, that place to is shit, by the way. The atmosphere bar. Yeah, it's rubbish. Exorbitantly priced. Exorbitantly priced. Minimum spends. Exactly. I can take him to the bloody to your resident, residence lounge. One floor below the observation deck. Free, free coffee. Free. How long have I known you? <laughs> Three months. I've never. You never more. I think uh, I've six, ne- months, six, six months. months yeah. yeah. You well, never fucking invited me to the residence <laughs> lounge. Why are we here in Marina right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, now that you mention it, during coronavirus, I'm not allowed to take guests up to the residence right. lounge. So still, still, still can't. Yeah. Oh right. No, no. Nightmare. Can't come to the pool. Can't come to the Well, so there's, uh, right, two pools on the 40th and the 80th floor, outdoor jacuzzi. Your floor gyms. 17 though, aren't you? Nine, Pretty low down. Nine, 19. 19. The, which is literally the lowest This is one of the coolest things about the Burj Khalifa is seeing it. You don't technically see it. Right, I'll tell you. All right, go on, then let's have this conversation, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> you're, no, I, you're right. I, I can see it. It's a beautiful building to look at. I can see it, but like, for example, when you fly in, the first thing you see My when house. you're flying. Yeah, the first thing you see when you're flying. <laughs> you don't see Index Tower. You don't see Sky Gardens. You don't see Marina. You see your The very first thing you see, my gaff. My I, go, <laughs> I go, yeah, that's, that's my house down there. And that's, that's true. That's basically I'm, true of everyone. Basically, everyone in the UAE at any point in time can see your gaff. Exactly. So, you see, where so, do you live? You see that tall f- off building? That's yeah, where I live. Exactly. Yeah. A, I get a sadistic, narcissistic joy out of that. So, fair enough, mate. Well, on that note, thank you for listening. We do have some news to leave you, leave you with. Do we? Do we? What's the news? The. Scars versus Essex in Dubai. Oh yeah, here we go. So, so kicking off between all kicking off the two regions of England. Very proud regions we are. We're very yeah, proud of we, these two regions. Well, yeah. Let me tell you, you have walked straight into a hornet's nest with that one. Well, it's scars. <laughs> please, please leave us with the uh, right in Dubai for for the listeners who well, for our Scars and Essex listeners. For Scars and Essex listeners, let's say either you're not. Is British, that a cat from 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 Essex? That cat is probably from Essex. Okay. By the, by the way, for our by, cat, by the way, it walks around. You can. <laughs> tell, you yeah. Can tell. 
The only way is Essex, eh? Only way. She'd be watching too much of that. I think we've got to (laughs) control the TV that a cat watches, yeah? We should do, we should do. So anyway, if you're not either from Essex or in Dubai, there's two Facebook groups in Dubai for Brits. One's called Brits in Dubai, the other one's called Dubai Brits or something. Very cultural groups. Very cultural groups. (laughs) And uh, so... I recently joined them and I've been here about nine months. I should have joined before that, but oh, you have joined them. Yeah, I've joined both of them. <laughs> there is there is a war going on between them, and it's not like a funny banterous war. It's like it's well, about to kick off, isn't it? The reason I know this is because like the the bloke that owns one of the groups, he every so often he'll post a <laughs> essay about it, and he'll go on about ah oh, yeah. So apparently, like people are getting laid off because of coronavirus. <laughs> So people in different groups, every time one person's like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been laid off. Does anybody know anybody that wants any work in this type of field or in, you know, construction or marketing or whatever? And then, like, people from the other group post on there, like, ha, ha, you No. Yes, yes. People That's post, dark. like, evil shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he posts, he posts all these bloody long posts about how everyone should come together as a community and work together I'm like that does sound wise and yeah, there's 17,000 members and he takes his life so seriously he's like you know when is I that start, for the Scouts or the Essex people I think that's I think he's an Essex and there's the 17,000 Essex in Dubai well God help I don't I, to be honest I don't know actually how the whether it's split whether two groups are split between Scouts and Essex I just know one of the bloke runs it is Scouts and one of the bloke runs it is Essex but maybe there's you know cross pollination between the but anyway he takes his life so seriously. He goes, yeah, you know, there's, when I started this group, you know, it was friendly, blah, blah, blah. This was meant to be. Blah. He really takes himself very seriously in these Facebook groups very seriously. So what is so, our message to our listeners? So our message is... Come together. Come together. Britain, Britain, the UAE, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Well, for, for anyone listening, listening, we are putting our hands together. <laughs> David Brent style, David interlocking Brent's fingers. For Ricky Gervais, who's listening, because we know that he really likes a good podcast. He loves a podcast. Yeah. And he'll, he'll definitely be listening to he'll this. Definitely, and uh, on that note, we no, uh, want to say thank you. This has been a f***ing <laughs> useless conversation. This has been probably, yeah, one of the most This has been a sh- his chat, as you would ever listen to in your life. So thank you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheers. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.